Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of the Communication Coach Podcast. I hope you're well and having a great day, whatever you're doing. And today I was going to follow on from our previous podcast last week and talk about how communicating and how becoming a better communicator starts with you. We talked about how it was great being a hostage and crisis negotiator, that people always believe they uh, what they see in the films, that it's always over and done with very quickly and it's always very sexy and glamorous and, and the reality is that it's isn't Uh, sometimes it takes a long time to talk to somebody and build a relationship with somebody and to get the end result that you actually want and we also looked at new year's resolutions and how communication sometimes doesn't enter our minds as something that we should change or something that we should get better at and i was thinking about this over this week and I was thinking about the first time I was introduced to negotiation and communicating in a different way. I went on a very intense two-week hostage and crisis negotiation course that I've spoken about quite a bit in some of my previous podcasts but basically I was stripped down from what I believe to be true and had my views changed, is that the right way to say it? But uh, no, I was given a new way, a new way of thinking, that's a much better way of putting it. I was given a new way of thinking and one that I found has worked and does work and continues to work for me. But I also know that I have to be consciously present to be able to use it because if I'm not, then it doesn't work. And all that happens is my ego, my unconscious bias, all the demons in my head, all the things that I believe to be true and my judgment come into play and don't allow me to listen and participate truly in a, in a conversation whereby I can find out more about the other person and what makes them tick and it's all about listening and being in the now and so today's podcast talks about good communication starts with you because I believe that to be true and I believe that once you know how you work you can change it and I went for an interview with a training company this week just a, a chat around doing some work with them presenting some communication days to middle leaders and they asked me genuinely what what I thought of their a package and b what I or how I would present that communication package and and that's one of the first things I said to them was my belief is it starts with you unless you change unless it's it's all very well being told how to communicate better how to listen better but unless you know how you react what your value and belief system is you can't change. So I thought, well, I'm going to do a series of podcasts that will just concentrate on it starts with you. Because when you think about your own communication, most of it is about you. And you will come at a conversation from your own point of view. And you'll be driven by what makes you happy. Now, there is nothing wrong with that. That's how we are. You are responsible for your own happiness. You are responsible for achieving your own goals in life. So the first thing I want to look at in today's podcast is about blame. 
and about how you react when you go into blame mode. So <laughs> let's let's have a look at blame mode anyway and see what I actually mean by that because that could mean anything. So what I mean is that something happens in your life. You don't necessarily get the result that you want from what's happened and then you look to blame somebody else. And we've all probably done this. Certainly, um, I notice in kids, they're very quick to blame. So you say, what's happened? And they'll all take a big step backwards and go, it wasn't me, it was so-and-so, or I didn't do anything. Even if it's very obvious that they have done something, it, they always look to protect themselves because they believe they're going to get into some sort of trouble or there is going to be a consequence to the action that has been found out. And so they're now in protecting their mode. Now, as we become adults, we are supposed to learn our lessons from life and we are supposed to understand ourselves a lot better and move forward and not blame others, but take responsibility. You know, we're always told as kids to take responsibility for our, our actions. And that's so true as you move through life. But, but I don't know if you can relate to this. Sometimes I still don't do that. Sometimes I will look to blame something, somebody else. When something's not going right in my life, when I'm having a challenge, when I'm faced with some sort of adversity, I will look to blame something or somebody. Some of us will blame God. Some of us will say, it's, it's God's fault. They've done this. This is, I can't understand why you would let me have so much badness in my life. And in fact, they'll say, I don't believe in God. I'm just using that as an example. Sometimes we blame we blame the bankers. We, there's been a lot of blame in the UK since the crash and the property crash and all the bankers' bonuses and were bought to highlight. And we blame people, other people, for how we manage our finances. And we go, well, it's all the bankers' fault. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong or right. I'm just pointing out that this is how we react. This is what we do. If we can't get our own way sometimes in life, we will blame other people. If we don't have enough money in our pockets, it's somebody else's fault. It's the tax man's fault. It's because somebody did something to me. It's somebody else's fault. And I was really great at this probably in my 20s and my 30s. I blame my parents for a lot of things. Now, not that I had a lot of blame to carry really because my life was, was good and I've been, I consider myself to have been very privileged in life. Yes, there have been times when I didn't know where the, how I was going to make the bills. Yes, there have been times when I've panicked about the state of my finances and how I've got myself into that position and then looking to blame. Yes, I've blamed other people for when a relationship has gone wrong or when I feel downtrodden. Yes, I've blamed people for when I've put weight on in my life or when I've had a problem with alcohol or when I can't give up smoking. That's a classic as a smoker, not being able to give up smoking because that's somebody else's fault. You know, I was going to give up smoking, but you've made me feel this way. So now I'm going to have a cigarette and taking no responsibility for the action that you are the you are actually doing. You're the only person who is, can do the action of taking a cigarette out of your pocket, stick it in your mouth and lighting it. But no, I was quite happy to blame other people for that. Quite happy to do that. And I still do to some extent. I'm not saying, you know, when you become consciously aware of your behavior and you start to look to change, but I definitely can stop myself from blaming others. And I can see when others are blaming other people. And I have my challenges in my businesses. You know, I, I talk about, I have three, well, I have four businesses. 
and some of them caused me a challenge. In fact, all of them caused me a challenge, a, a variety of different things. Because for some reason in my head, I thought, great, I can open these businesses and it will be easy. But it's never going to be easy because life isn't easy and life isn't fair. And I think when you can accept that, you can move forward. So it's not fair that my best friend died at the age of 30. It's not fair that there is poverty in the world. There is always... And, and then we'll look to blame all the rich people for the poverty in the world. We will always look for a reason to blame others rather than taking that responsibility. And it's the same with our communication. So, for example, when we are angry and when we are emotional, we use words like, you have made me feel angry. Look what you made me do. Now, manipulating people are very good at this. Those that use people... Um, for example, in a domestic violence relationship or a mentally abusive relationship. People are very good at using words and making the other people believe that what they have done has caused that reaction, which isn't true. What has happened is something has happened and there is a reaction, a cause and effect. Now, that can be as simple as, like, if you've got kids, you can probably relate to this. You're really tired, you come home from work or you're just tired at the end of the day and one of your kids is sitting there in a nice clean pyjamas and they drop bean juice all down the front of their pyjama top. Now, this is an everyday occurrence <laughs> in life across the world, I have no doubt. And depending on how you are feeling at the time, it will depend on the reaction that you give. Now, if you're particularly tired or perhaps stressed or there are other things going on in your life, this will be a big deal. This will be the straw that broke the camel's back. The impact will be far greater than if you were having a really good day, you were sat there and it was just bean juice. Because all, all that has happened is there is bean juice on a clean pyjama top. That is all that has happened. But depending on how we, as human beings, because we're very emotional, we can change that into the biggest thing that ever happened in the world. That can be the drama of, don't you know this was a clean pyjama top? How could you possibly do that? Why have you done that? You're always making such a mess. Look what you've made me do. Look how you make me feel. And we'll blame. And we'll blame that small incident there, whereas it's just an accident. Nobody did it deliberately. Yeah, of course, we can all take care. But as an adult, I actually ask you the question, do you eat your, all of your meals without dropping anything on your clothes? Because I certainly don't. So I get that might just be me. I'm just going to throw that out there because it's just a small thing that's happened. But because of the way that you're feeling at the time, it becomes a different thing. So it's about stopping and recognising. Now, it's it's easy for me to, me to sit here in the cold light of day on a beautiful Thursday afternoon and say, you know, it's easy to get that emotion under control. We can all laugh about it, you know, how we overreact in certain circumstances. And you'll see it every day, how people overreact in driving their cars, road rage, shouting at their kids, using language with their children that they would never normally use because they're so angry and tired and they've got to the end of their tether, anything like that. You can probably think of a million examples every single day where we do this as adults, as human beings, as teenagers, as older people. We all kind of do it. And you see children do it. And that responsibility is for you. Now, I'm not saying it's easy and I'm saying that you have to work at this. Most definitely you have to work at at this but once you understand yourself more you can begin to see how you react and you can begin to change it now when I was growing up my mum used to work 
in a school and she was very busy looking after us and my dad was often out of the house and away from home and she would have a terrible temper she would be very um, she'd get very angry and frustrated very quickly I was very similar to my mum so hey guess what happened oh yeah we banged heads clashed heads on a regular basis had big big arguments and we can talk about that now my mum's retired and now she doesn't have the pressure and the stresses and strains of life she is far calmer I'm now have a family of my own and I can understand the sacrifices that she made what she had to do how she had to bring me and my sister up and the pressure that she was under and so I'm far more empathetic to how she was then and I've learned from that uh, you know I've taken that into my life as a parent and I've I don't want to sh- ever have to shout I don't get me wrong I of course sometimes do and I don't mean to it's that immediate unconscious reaction that when something happens like something falls on the floor we, we go what do you do that for well the question in itself leads the other person to be defensive if, if you come at somebody with a what did you do that for or why did you do that you're either going to get a sarcastic response which I'm prone to giving sorry about that um, or you're going to get a kickback, a defensive mechanism, or you'll get tears because you shouted at somebody. So you're going to invoke a response. And then the response you get back is going to probably invoke another response in you. Whereas if you just manage to catch yourself in that moment, just before those words come out and just go, I know what I'm going to say. I know the emotional reaction that I'm going to give here. I'm going to step away for 90 seconds. And I say 90 seconds because that's the chemical trigger from the emotion hitting the brain and going around the body and the words unconsciously coming out. Is to take a step away, uh, take a deep breath, and then come back and see what has happened for what it really is. Then you'll be in a far better place to deal with it. And you're not going to look to blame somebody else for the way that you feel. So think about how many times you've said or try and see if you can work out this week how many times you say you make me feel, you make me feel angry, you make me feel frustrated or how we blame other people for the way that we're feeling. So if we are feeling at a loss for some reason, if work isn't going particularly well, we're very quick to look to blame somebody else for that when actually it's our responsibility to be in a really good job that we like. Now, I'm not saying, of course, it's that easy and that all relationships are that easy and that we get on with everybody else because that's just not true that's just not human nature and i'd be fo- i believe i would be foolish to say something like that because we get on with certain people better and there are people in our lives that can cause negative feelings and impacts in our life but then it is also our responsibility to move away from those people so there is a saying isn't there about people either bring you warmth or they suck the life out of you. And you can choose who you surround yourself with. Now, I recognise that if you are at work and you're in an office situation and you have, like, the office bully or a school bully, that sometimes you can't move away from them. It's not. It's just not that simple because you're working in the same environment. But what you can do is you can choose how you react. And you can choose whether you talk about that person on a regular basis or you talk to that person on a regular basis and explain what happens when they behave in a certain way not not blaming them for making you feel the way you feel because that's your responsibility but having a conversation whereby you can explain so you can use words like i feel i feel frustrated 
and belittled when you come in the office and take the mickey out of the clothes that I'm wearing because I, th- I, I believe that everybody is then looking at me and I feel small. Or you could say, when you come into the office and you shout my name and you use a nickname to me across the office, I feel intimidated because shouting and hollering in the office in a small space draws attention to me and I, I feel uncomfortable because of that. So you're always taking the responsibility for the way that you're feeling I feel and you're explaining why you feel that so you're not saying I you make me feel this way you see the difference so it's about taking responsibility and I think in life in general we're not great at taking responsibility we're always looking to blame somebody else I can think of a hundred examples just off the top of my head of, of of where you can see people just blaming other people and once we learn to take responsibility for our own actions and our own feelings, then we can start to look and change the way that we communicate with people. So my challenge for you for this week is to start to recognise how you react. Start to recognise where you blame other people for the circumstances that you're in. If you're late, what is actually making you late? Is it because the trains have all stopped running? Or is it because you didn't leave? And what is the impact then on your behaviour? And once you can start to recognise how you behave and react then you and the words that you're, that you're using, then you can start to see the impact that you're having and become f- far more aware. So this week, look at blame. Look at who you blame, why you blame them, what happens when you blame them and the, the words that you use and just see if you can catch yourself on the odd occasion doing that and then see how you can change that round. Okay, so have a great week and I'll speak to you next week and we'll look more about how you can become self-aware and what you can do to help yourself because you're the only person that can change. Okay, take care. Speak to you soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.